Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this week's episode of Failing Forward. This is Hip Hop Eddie, the voice of a generation. And now your host, Kelsey Ray. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Failing Forward, episode three, brought to you by Stay Illuminated. You can go over to stayilluminated.com right now. I've told you that I'm going to tell you every week why you should support Stay Illuminated. Because I, I have no bullshit sponsors. This is a good sponsor. Stayilluminated.com right now. Go over there. Crappy awesome for free shipping anywhere in the universe. I put a lot of pressure on them. They're going to have to get it to you if you don't live on the planet. But you should support them. I told you last the last episode. And by the way, I know you're super surprised that there's another episode this week. I'm on it. I told you guys I was going to be on it. I'm on it. I didn't, I'm not forgetting you guys. You guys are downloading the shit out of the episodes. And that means so much. That means a lot for a new project. Uh, but nonetheless, um, stayilluminated.com. They support independent artists. Um, I know the owner. I talked to you about the owner last time, Tony. He's This is out of his pocket. Like, he's literally... He, his dream is to be a platform for independent artists and great music. And uh, that's where it's coming from. However, let's... I already gave you that example on the last show. So, this, this time, I can tell you about um, the collective of artists that they work with. You can look them up at stayilluminated.com. They shoot... Um, their photographer is Gadzooks, great friend of mine, independent photographer. Um, he loves it. He's in it for all the right reasons. And he takes pictures of everybody in Stay Illuminated. So all the pictures you see are from him. And that's dope because he's having an amazing year. And uh, I think you should support Stay Illuminated so that Gadzooks... An independent photographer, a father of one, an amazing husband, apparently. She speaks very highly of him. I don't see it personally, but you know. Um, so that he can continue doing his art and maybe start doing that art full time. Um, because everything he puts out has a meaning and there's love behind it. And so if you need a reason, like if you're at stayilluminated.com and you're like, should I get this shirt or whatever? Or should I go somewhere else? It's 100% independent, man. These guys literally draw and and uh, put together the designs themselves. I've seen them do it. They pick the colors. They, they, they work with the artists themselves to create all the stuff they do. So go do that. Do it for Zooks. You know what I mean? Episode three is here. Like I said, I was going to try to do more episodes during the week. Um, and if I have time to do it, I will always do it. So uh, bear with me, man. We're working it out. I, I got today. I have a, a really good friend of mine. She's a great artist, a healer, um, uh, inspiration, a muse, a van lady. She lives in a van sometimes. She lives in the world. She's one of my best friends. She's like. My sister from another mister. Um, Irene. I won't even... Do I need to say your full... Can I say your full name? Do you yeah. care? Oh, I, Irene Zapata. I call her Irie, though. And the world knows her as Irie. She's the first Irie I ever met. 
second Irie on my show. Shout out to Sister Irie from LA. Maybe we'll play some of her music. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But Irie's here and we're just hanging out, man. It's, um, we, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to have Irie just on the show so you guys can just kind of meet her is a lot of the stuff that I formulate in my head. Irie is, a um, is my tennis player. She's like my tennis opponent in a lot of those things. She bounces ideas back and forth. We do that a lot. It's like shooting hoops or going for a jog for us. Like it's just a, we, we tend to do it a lot. And um, like one of the things we were talking about before um, we started recording was how touchy a subject like the Me Too subject is. Um, and for people who don't know that or you've been living under a rock or maybe you just don't watch any media at all, which is that's cool too. It's probably you're probably better off for it. That's Hopefully me you're right not there. a dick. You know what I mean? I Hopefully don't you're watch not like a natural too much dick. Yeah. Media. So exactly. In fact, I think I'm usually the one who catches you up. Hey, have you yeah, heard about this? Or, definitely. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm definitely one of those people. Like I, like the way I take in media has always been like, um, I think it's like a, I think it's like a sports thing. Like I always like to see what the opponent is doing. Like what do you? What are you guys talking about out there? You know, um, but it, it is funny. You were saying something about like Trump earlier, like that people give him so much power and, you know, and you're 100 percent correct. And it was is interesting because I was talking to somebody about this earlier today that um, when I watch Trump, it, it, nothing gets me like Ben. It doesn't get me bent out of shade because like I know it's a cartoon. You know totally. what I mean? That's how I feel. That's the way I see him as well. I kind of just... uh, It's not really worth, you know, the energy, the amount of hate that we would give back. Because you know it's all fake. Because it's all fake. Yeah. It's like 100%. And like (laughs) our job is to see behind the illusions. And the more that we get worked up by him, by his presence, you know, the more that we are not really pushing ourself and our energy forward from that we're kind of staying in that same stagnant hate um and, you know perpetuating that hate you know um and there, there's no doubt about what you're saying too like it's like to me what you're saying is and you know i i think the cool dynamic or like one of the things that i appreciate about our relationship is like i tend to be like a numbers guy like I, that's the way i see things like in systems and like sure. and and you tend to be more free-flowing and more intuitive, intuitive. I like, and like intuitive information is yes. like my thing that's you know like thing. feeling the world feeling the vibes of right of the You're world and the people yes totally and and, and so when you say something like it's very easy like when i agree with you i agree with you because right. it's usually like to me it's just math like what you're saying to me is so real and so true. I can't think of an argument that's not silly. I like an argument against it. You know what I mean? Like, well, no, like what you're saying. Like right. you'd have to really reach out for for you to like not be able to see the things you're talking about. You know what I mean? Or you're, again, like you're in parts of uh, – America maybe or just you're again you're one of those people who've completely checked out of society and like I said the reason I said that early on is like I hope you're not a dick because that exists there's people who've checked out of society and they're just dicks and they and for whatever reason they didn't pick up 
a, a lot of the things that could have made their lives happier, right? They're they're off the grid, but they're unhappy. Right. And that's got to be the worst situation for me when I think like as an as an American, right? Like are the luxury of being homeless and alive is a real thing, you know, but there is there there is reality of being so poor and being unhappy and not seeing a light at the end of the tunnel for whatever reason, whatever got you there, right? We know that those people exist. Yeah, of course. That's got to be the toughest spot there is. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really hard to even, like, speak on that, yeah. you know, because... Have you met we, anyone in that situation? Well, because, okay, because, like, if, if I want to go back to the things that I believe in, right, mm. and I think about the things, like where my happiness comes from, the life that I'm creating for myself. No, I've definitely been one of those people. Like, I feel yeah. like I've been, like, growing up, you know, when I was much younger, coming from a place, like, you know, kind of drug addicted and, like, family, you know, and um, alcohol addicted and, like, things didn't look like they would be, like, okay right, at some right. at times, you know? There didn't seem a way out they of They didn't seem like there was, like, a light, you know? Yeah. Like, because someone, like, at that time, someone else had control over, like, my life, which was my parent. You know, you're under kind of their guide and like, you right. know, whatever. You're hoping they, they don't sink the ship. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, but so, you're not allowed to drive. Exactly, yeah. right? So that's the frustration. And so, but then growing up and getting past all that and, you know, being like right now, I would call myself the master of my dream. Yeah. You know, or becoming the master of my dream. You now, know? Though. now, though. As an adult. As an adult. Yeah. And going through so many obstacles. But then, you know, I know adults even so that live in those dark spaces you know like you said living off the grid maybe quote unquote without a home you know but like not happy and you know in this really dark space but then i i struggled with the fact that like with manifesting you know mm. we talk about manifesting and like yeah. creating the reality that you want to see you know so is it i mean is it really that simple yeah. you know what i mean is if i think happy thoughts and i think and i bring myself back to this light all the time you know yeah. is, am i gonna be able to live in that reality and that's the reality that i'm gonna create you know so it's like okay so maybe it, you know like when you were going through like the darkest times yeah can you remember maybe moments that seemed like you turned it around on your own? Like, even if it was just for a brief moment where you're like, oh, I have hope. Like, you know what? Screw that. I'm I'm going to live a new life. And maybe you got knocked back down after. But was there a moment that it felt like, oh, I am turning this all around? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, so that I guess it's been perfecting the, that. That has been right? the entire process. Yeah. of getting to the space that I'm in right like now yeah. you know I feel like where I'm living right now is my best life like you know like do you think the flaw is is for a lot of people thinking that that, that happens quick like they can turn it around I, I, in a day I, I think that yeah for sure yeah. because it's like anything good requires effort and work you know yeah. and sometimes we don't see that unless it's tangible we're like oh if we put in work to our job or yeah. to this fixing I this yeah or this yeah. paycheck or fixing this car or whatever you know the biggest work is you it's inside of you yeah. that's the task we're here to really well you know this this is my opinion sure. you know this is sure. how, this comes from my belief system and we're not systems. speaking for everyone no no this we're is saying not, that now so yeah, you don't have to we don't totally, have to say it again. because uh, you know like i said i never want to yeah. uh, you're just hanging so, out with us there's so many rivers you know what i mean and exactly. and, and none of them are wrong and none of them are right you know be, right 
and wrong is all subjective as well. So, you know, this is like my journey, my path, right. you know, whatever. What you have found to make you What have happiest. I found to make me happy? Yes. It's like, um, you know, being persistent, staying persistent on things and like knowing that like my job here is beyond being human. Yeah. But there's a lot of like spiritual work for me. And that's like internal. There's a lot of work that I have to do to bring myself to get to know myself and who I am, you know, and like. Um, just staying and sticking true to that work, to that work. That's not my one, number one priority. Yeah. You know, if I'm not feeling okay, a little bit emotional, I'm always talking to myself. Hey, why do you feel like this? Why do you think you feel self-awareness, yeah. you know? And then knowing and, and, and telling myself like, hey, it's okay to be in this dark space, but not tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? Like today it's okay. Yeah. Today you can feel like this, yeah. you know, but it's not always yeah. going to be like this. Don't think you're quitting. You don't think you're quitting. Yeah. It's just like a constant. And like, yeah, like knowing that like, not to take anything personal, you know, the world isn't doing this to me. You know what I mean? What, where did you find, I don't know if I've ever even asked you this. So that's dope. Uh, where, where do you, or do you have a memory? I know it's a process and sometimes it's hard to pinpoint yeah. where, but like around the time where you said, oh, this might be self-awareness. Like I'm starting to like yeah, no, discover uh, 100% myself. 100% is when I fell. Like I had a yeah. big accident and that's like a whole background story. Yeah, but can you that, tell people just like a brief? Uh, I mean, it's pretty deep. It's not brief. You know, so it's know. not so brief. And it's, we'll get into it at yeah, some maybe point. Th- th- there'll know? be chapters yes. of this or something like that. But I mean, I had, but you had a, a major I had a major accident and I was a like. A crippling uh, accident. Yeah, right? for sure. Pretty yeah. crippling accident and I was like almost five years ago. Mm-hmm. I think February 2nd of this year of eight, 2018 will be five years. Um, but it seems like kind of like yesterday. Wow. Um, or maybe it's going to be four. I can't remember. Either way, uh, it was a big accident. Yeah. I fell from Sunset Cliffs. It was like a big thing. I fell with a, a friend. Um, off a cliff. People. Off of a cliff. It was like 40 feet cliff. Yeah. Um, it was pretty intense. And it was for me, it was like a super, how do you even begin to describe what this was? It was definitely a gift from the universe because it was a complete breakdown for me of like who I ever thought I was, whatever I thought I, what any demolish the ego. Yeah. Demolish of the ego, like body, mind, spirit, like a complete like breakdown. Mm -hmm. Like, and so that time I referred to like me sitting under a tree, like by myself, you know, um, for a period of time and like getting to really know myself. Like I was bedridden for like months. Um, I was pretty much going to be paralyzed, but like, thank goodness for modern like science yeah. and technology because I was, they were able to fix me. I was on a 12 hour surgery. I was in the hospital for three weeks. It took me some time to be able to walk again. And like, you um, have artificial pieces. I have artificial now, right? pieces in my back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like if I wouldn't have those right now, like I wouldn't even be here, like wow. because I, I broke my L2, my lower lumbar vertebrae. Mm. And, um, I pretty much, um, like literally if this was 50 years ago, like I would have, they would have yeah. just put me out because there's no way you can function in, without that part of your right. body. Right. So wow. anyway, I was under that metaphorical tree for quite some time. So I spent a lot of time with myself you know, and like just me and also another person with my grandmother. She told me a lot of stories about like her being a kid in Mexico, leaving her parents when she was 10 years old, having to make a life for herself, like literally leaving when she was 10 and never seeing her parents again. 
Um, and all this, anytime so I felt... So you were like, in, like, it was almost like you were learning your history and everything about, like, where you came from. Yeah, and strength, like, you know... Was that planned, though, like the grandma thing? Or, or she was just going to be around? She, she was, like, was a caretaker. She was nursing me back right. to health. And any days that I felt like I was, like, shit, like, I was, like, fuck everything. Because literally my whole world just, like, collapsed. Like, my job, everything that I was yeah. doing, like, no job. Do I couldn't do anything. Like, yeah. I still have bills to pay, but I had you no money to survive. Crippled. Yeah, completely. Like, yeah. laying in a bed day after day after day after day after day by right. myself. You know, sometimes there'd be no company. It would just be me and my fucking head. Did you break other... Like, I know you broke it. It was mostly around your back. Did you break no, legs or arms? No, no I just huh? had, like, a messed up right arm and then, like, a lot of nerve damage on my left right. leg. Right, right, right. Yeah, but pretty much it was the back. And so, like, I had to let that heal, that wound heal, oh, so that man. I could even begin to start standing and walking, like, all over again. So How that, did you fight the... I, I know we're going to get off the topic. And I... Never mind. Death, we'll come back to death we'll come back. was, like, on my mind, right. like, because I almost died and, like... As as crazy as this sounds, people say this all the time, but I definitely saw my life flash before my eyes, mm -hmm. you know, like my entire, like that's how I was able to reach out for my friend and like grab her and know that we were both going to fall because like my whole life flashed before my eyes and I thought and I felt like I had a good life, like whatever it was, I was willing to let go mm. and then I did and we and I knew that at that moment of letting go that I, that could be it, you know? Yeah. And, but then I woke up and I was back here again. And that is where my whole, like, like you said, the death of the ego. Right. And then like really. Like the, your journey of My journey of self-awareness and like really what am I beyond being human? Right. What am I? Yeah. You know? Because human is such a very small portion of what we are. Right, right, and, right. And that's, how, what, that's what I believe, you know? So that was like a definitely like the most pivotal time like uh, that was my metamorphosis like i i feel like i also was like a little worm in the cocoon and then after i got out of that dark space because that was a fucking dark space man yeah. like i said i couldn't leave i couldn't move everything like was i had also also uh recently left a partner that i was with for like over 12 years of my life yeah. So I was also mourning that life. It's like literally you know? someone came in and dropped a bomb on your life. Totally. Like all and of now you had to pick up and the I pieces. had to pick up the pieces. And and some of them weren't there anymore. No. Yeah. And it was the darkest place in my entire oh. existence. And I was not only like hurting physically, but like my spirit, everything that was in me was like breaking down. And it was really hardcore, but I really, my grandma's stories gave me so much strength, like yeah. to face the darkness because my grandma, like I said, was in, like, I just felt like when she would, t when I would be like, fuck today, fuck today, I hate today. My grandma would tell me that in her, in her, for her words, she was like, yeah, okay, fuck today. That's fine. You can lay here and feel bad for yourself today, but not tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you why. And let me tell you a story about myself. And then she'd go wow. in and tell me about her strength, her struggles. Was and she always like, I mean, was she always No, my like grandma that never really shared no? a lot of stories. Wow, she Not saved even, it for when you needed it. Yeah, and she also, a lot of my family, even her own kids don't know some of the stories that wow. she told me. And seeing her in, my in front of my face caretaking for me yeah. gave me evidence that it was going to be okay. Yeah. Because she's come this far. Right. And she did it by herself. And she, and was she like, faced she the was darkness. She was giving you examples. She was giving me primary yeah. examples. Yeah. It was no bullshit. It was, and that is how we learn. 
We have to learn through don't not what I say, but what I do. Those examples yeah. of living, of experiences, and that's what we have to share with the world. That's what that is our biggest gifts to each other. This be each other's primary ex- examples to be able to be that rope to yeah. throw that hand to be like, hey, I know. And but what we have to do is be have the willingness to listen, to want to listen, to hear these things, yes. you know, because that's the glimmer of hope. And that's the beautiful thing about being human. When you think that all that human is being is shit, that's that's the glimmer of hope about being human. Yeah. Those experiences are human experiences. You know, those are our experiences. That's how we learn. And that's how we grow. And my grandma gave me that. And I saw it. And I saw if she's sitting right here speaking to me, telling me this now, that means she survived it. Yeah. So therefore, I will survive this. I can survive this. This is just today, but I will not be like this tomorrow. Yeah. And that. You know what? I want to, um, man, see, I knew it was dope to have you. I knew, I knew, (laughs) dude, I know people are taking a lot of value out of this. I, I look, um, and it's cool because I also knew like credit to you guys. I know that like the audience would, I just knew, I knew you guys would like each other. I knew you would like it. It's totally, you know what I'm talking about, audience. This is this is what we talk about on this show. I hope it's so. super dope. Um, but I want to play some music, and I want, and then I want to come back and talk about because I think a lot of the things that one of the things that I've heard from like listeners mm-hmm. is like, man, uh, you know, the inspiration of being so positive and blah blah, you know, all the stuff you guys talk about. Um, but I, I'm not there, right? Like I'm in this other spot, and and I want to see if we can talk about like. Maybe maybe we'll we'll talk about some stories about when you know you were in those spots when you were like, nah, this isn't yeah, gonna work out for sure. And because I think the process. Is I think you've cool seen me go through some of that I stuff have. too, for I, sure. I, I, I have, but I, I and that's why to me, I just knew your story and your presence on the show is super important because I, I think it's like um, you have had you've had these blessings that most people at face value might not look at as blessings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like oh, the, yeah, the, for sure. And you've been able to like take them apart and, you know, compartmentalize certain things and then reinvent certain things and re-under... I see you doing the work. You know what I mean? And I, I want people to understand how I see you doing the work. I know it's hard. I know there's things that you go through, but the the your ability... To look at it and go, this is just part of life. Like, that's a big tool that mm-hmm. I think people learn. But I know you only learn that when you're your bloodiest and you're, you're most beat up. And you're because you had to get you had to first do it for sure for you to know that it was going to be great. You know what I mean? Um, and then you had this, you know, like your grandma. I mean, what a wow like yeah what a i mean to drop that on you and just be like here's everything you might need right now at this time sure. to survive and one of the things that i was thinking about too is it, it's hard it, get, it gets lost i think in the in that big set such a big lesson and mission but it is heartwarming too to think about like man she like really loved you like she was like really like I can't lose this one. For sure. I'm going to give, I'm going to dig into my soul. I don't even probably like talking about these yeah, things much. No, yeah, yeah. But she this doesn't. is what she needs. 
So fuck it, you know? And I think that's so... Uh, that's her medicine. We're going to play some music. Um, so, guys, what I thought about, right, since I knew um, Irene was going to be on the show, I wanted to play... Um, and, and I and we are going to talk... I know we started the whole thing talking about, like... And we were talking about the Me Too. We'll talk about that eventually. <laughs> but um, I thought it was important you had some background on, on our guest today. And um, I picked a... Um, soundtrack from a bunch of well three artists that i know very well three female artists that i think are amazing and instead of picking the songs that i was like oh this will relate because it's sensitive or whatever i said nah i'm gonna just pick these dope ass songs that make the and, and these ladies are just showing out they're like they're so dope and uh, I just wanted to share them with you. So um, we'll, I'll play a song right now and then we'll come back and talk about it a little bit. And then keep it rolling. I'm not alone, I'm not alone. Don't call my phone, don't call my phone. I'm not at home, I'm not at home. Leave me alone, leave me alone. Don't call my phone, don't text me. Cause I'm trying to get away from everything that upsets me Everything that brings stress to me I feel like popping ecstasy But I'd rather be another vices Cause I left that part of my life back When there was no sunny days like this uh, I am so excited When I get up on this microphone I cannot help but ignite this Beautiful symphonic sound Uh and every time that I bring myself around Okay, let me hear that Bring myself around to coming out To walking around my town To stop rocking this frown uh, My life is just so great And I wish that I could always have a smile upon my face Cause every time that it's replaced by this grimace image All I want to do is get my life to finish uh, And that's some real shit but today I don't feel like shit I feel like I'm glowing Feel like I'm growing Feel like everybody around me knows it We'll set the table for another beautiful warm day Look at these temperatures at 8 o'clock in the morning I'm not alone, I'm not alone Don't call my phone, don't call my phone I'm not at home, I'm not at home Leave me alone, leave me alone Outside today gets so sunny And I might not have no money But today my homies got me So it's kind of the same You can't keep the rain from coming uh, It's kind of the same You can't keep the rain from coming Where's your value when you really think about it? How many people gonna surround you if you ain't about it? If you ain't about that business, if you ain't about having a good time, if you ain't about standing up for what you believe in and for what you witness, uh, that's how we live, yeah. That's why I got so much to give, uh. I got emotions, I got lies, I got traumatic stories. Everybody gather around because you're gonna hear from, from me. Forgot to apply my sunblock. But it don't really matter, cause I'm not gonna walk I'm gonna kick it in this spot and just admire from underneath the shade Please bring in negativity, fuck I'm not alone, I'm not alone Don't call my phone, don't call my phone That's Reverie, shout out to Rev That's the homie right there She's killing it um, That was perfect yeah, it's nice, right? Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, so um, what we were talking about 
prior to that. Oh, by the way, at Reverie Love, go uh, follow her, link with her. She's doing great things. Um, what we were talking about prior to that was that um, sometimes people approach me, and, you know, they've listened to Crappy Awesome or they've listened to this show and they're inspired by the positivity. They're inspired by the search for truth and the search for um, just more layers within the self, you know, um, but they also feel like I'm not there. I don't see the connection. Like I like, I would like to be like that, but fuck, I hate certain things and I hate these things. And, you know, um, or no, the world has treated me bad and, you know, it, it is me against the world. And it's a, it, there's a lot of things where I, through my journey, have come to find out for me at least those things aren't true you know i have been able to like circulate it back to myself in all things you know um there's going to be situations for me that are going to be brutal throughout life it's to be expected life is a journey and those are those things um and they happen it, but I also know that I didn't always look at it like that. So I know that it's a process. And I do remember, like, I can tell you this, right? I was telling this story and I wanted to tell this story the other day. I, and I never got to it for you guys. But uh, I had one of those, like, insightful moments. Um, Like, you ever have, like, a, I call it a download. I, like, it's like a you're not thinking about that thing or at least you think you're not it's like subconscious but you're not in that space or whatever and something happens i mean it could be anything it could be the smell of the air whatever and a download pops into your mind and it completely figures something out for you that you never then you're like ah shit yeah. thank you universe like that was a great one right so i had this thought so the summer before i'm going to high school right um, I'm going to a private school. It, it was a private school, and it was called St. Augustine, um, and all boys school, mind you. Um, so I was already kind of bummed, right? Yeah. And and I was bummed, but I didn't know why, because you know I was too young to even know why to be bummed. I just knew like, oh no, girls, oh man. <laughs> even though I didn't really, <laughs> you know, I had no idea what to do. Um, but I was going, but I did know they had football like real football like oh man they have pads and they're gonna and i've played yeah, like flag football in junior high right and um for whatever reason i got into my mind or, or i know the reason now but i got into my mind like oh okay i gotta show up and they're gonna ask me like what position do you play and the reality is none i don't yeah. never played any position so i was like well fucking be the quarterback like why would i not want to be not? yeah i'm gonna yeah. be the quarterback so i was just like <laughs> so all summer like i set up a trash can at the end of the yard and i just was practicing throwing the ball right no lessons no nothing didn't even really watch football honestly i just knew that that was going to be the thing my cousin played before me there was i felt some expectation and my mom later admitted to it but there was some expectation that i was supposed to play right and I think if you played, maybe see this was this was the dynamic that a lot of people don't understand about a kid from growing up from where I grew up, going to a private school is part of me playing got the um, the price lowered. 
So I was like playing for real. I'm like playing for real. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, and so you have to take advantage. Everyone else yeah. is like just playing. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So if I didn't make the team at least, I wasn't even going to get the, you know, I, I wouldn't even know how to explain that, right? And my mom didn't understand. Like, she would think I probably got in trouble. That's why you're not on the team, you know? So, anyways, I show up first day. They're like, okay, everybody, you know, quarterbacks over there, blah, blah, blah. And so I go over the quarterbacks. And mind you, right off the bat, dude, like, I was, I'm like 5'10 now. I was 5'10 then. I've always been 5'10 as far as I can remember. And there was already kids there that were like 6'2, 6'3, like the size you should be for a quarterback. (laughs) <laughs> you know, at a high school. And I luckily, the thing about my high school was they had freshman football where it was all just freshmen. Luckily, luckily, because I don't know what would have happened had there, you'd just gone to JV. Most high schools are JV and varsity. Right. We had freshmen. It was a way for them to break in. And we played against other small schools. Um, but so the guy... I'm in line. I do, mind you, at no point am I still thinking... I'm not going to be the quarterback. I'm okay. still like, yeah. Yes. Why would yeah, I be? I practiced all summer. Um, <laughs> the kid that went before me um, ended up, he ended up being the quarterback all four years and went on to like Oregon State. Oh, wow. He'd like, oh. <laughs> been playing since he was four years old. Oh, wow. The audacity that I had to think, like this guy was throwing rockets and i was throwing broken ducks (laughs) through the dude i literally in one day i went from quarterback to running back to you know what you should probably just be on the line (laughs) (laughs) all in one thing right but i i knew it was one of those and i told my mom it's funny right i can look at in retrospect and as adults i can go it's funny like you did some bad parenting there (laughs) but it worked out in my benefit for sure because what what I did real the lesson was, oh, I can't just say I'm this thing. Right. There is some work you have to like. You should try to earn. Like that kid has been playing since four. He deserves mm-hmm. this opportunity. And I'm just walking in like, fuck it, just give give it to me. And sure, you can do that. And guess what? Sometimes you knock it out of the park. But for the most part, for most of us. Everything you do comes with some level of yeah, earning. Sure. And it was such a powerful lesson. And I realized at that moment, my freshman year in high school, I started to question my ego. Mm-hmm. Right? So oh, then, yeah. Yeah. and I didn't really realize that's what I was doing. Like by the time I got to senior, I didn't even play football because from wanting to be quarterback, Irie, to my junior year in high school, I was like, why why am I playing football? Like, I'm not going to play in the NFL. Like, like, I could get hurt. Like, I was thinking about all these things. Like, this is so dumb. Like, I don't... And I'm not that good. Like, (laughs) I peaked out. Like, that 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 trying to be a quarterback, that's where I peaked out, guys. Like, that was as far as I was going to get. But I knew it. And... And just the questioning in that alone. I remember me and my mom had like a big blowout because she was like, you are going to play football. And I'm like, I'm not going to play football. And I ended up like winning and not playing. Um, but then I like I started getting into music like so much that time. Right. That gap was supposed to happen. Yeah, of course. But it was one of those things where like, again, like a bad, like a bad parenting skill 
turned out to a good thing because for because what I didn't lose was like the confidence to like yeah yeah I, like if you ask me if I you give me the information and how to do it yeah I could be president like that's I still think that uh-huh. so but I now I know like that's it's gonna take work right but there's no reason that I can't right I never lost that so those two things came together and again I don't know serendipity um whatever it was right i don't know i'm figuring that out myself because i know other people who might have gone through the same thing and they crushed them forever like they were like oh my god i said i was going to be this thing i'm not i take no lesson out of this except failure you know all those things happen mm-hmm. dude i i tell a story all the time about my friend um i'm not going to mention his name obviously but in eighth grade i still see him every once in a while in eighth grade he was that kid who one time, I re- one time, laughed so hard, milk came out of his nose. Everybody uh-huh. went, because ah! we're, you know, like we're yeah, seventh grade. It was like, it was like the you, biggest thing ever. Yeah, right. Course, it would have made our kid news. Yeah, right. Totally. And it's he, funny. <laughs> and he never ever recovered. Recovered, like, dude. So I, to the, the point where I saw him like recently. It, it basically. Like, how did it? This is how it back. manifested, right? From that point on, he became the kid. First, first he became because kids, you know, were not. They don't always make the best decisions. So he became. Um, he had an X on his back from that point on, right? Like, oh, the milk guy, or he'd be drinking milk and somebody would slap it. Oh no! Right? Great comedy, not when it's happening to you. Yeah. And so it's it, he became that guy, and that that forced him too early in his life. To have to try to defend himself against the herd, right? Like, so, because he was the odd man out mm-hmm. in seventh grade. And so now he, and look at, dude, this kid's, it, I look back on it, he was the biggest kid in the school. He could have whooped everybody's ass, but he didn't have that in him. He wasn't mm-hmm. like a fighter. He didn't, you know, he got, his parents would force him into all the sports because you're, oh, you're too fat or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so he more, he embraced the solitude, you know, and I was like his, like he was this, my friend, um, I had a habit of doing that. Like growing up, I would always kind of like befriend that, that dude. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And so like, I would be trying to talk my, you know, fucking seventh grade sense into him. Like, man, you gotta just be like, be cool. Like, you know, like just be cool. Like, you know, and, and mind you, he'd be looking like, oh, man, I got the right shoes. I got the right toys like how come people don't like me and i didn't know you know it was the energy he was putting out was so corrupted and unfair and like there were so many things happening he got like zits first Mm. he dude okay so then flash forward college years run into him he's gonna be like um you know like i i think he's going into like some profession or whatever and that ends up not going well because he gets like complaints from within that. I'm trying not to say too much, but right. we, like his coworkers end up complaining about something and he gets fired. Okay. So he's obviously still this person that's yeah. maybe hurting. Yeah. You know, that's sure. their only way to explain it, right? And then um, and then at some point I run into him years later and he's kinda I feel like I was like, oh shit, he turned it around. Like and it was like his demeanor, right? Uh-huh. He was like kind of cool like oh he's cool like and i don't know what to mean i mean his energy was even right you know what i mean like uh-huh. so 
until I saw him talk to girls and I and it was horrible. Mm. Like he he went too far the other way where his confidence was so beyond reality. And you know what I mean? Yeah, that's so Because hard. he fucking put milk through his nose, I Oh man, but that's so complex though. Exactly. You know? It's like the way we internalize things, it's our coping I know, skills. I it's know. like also like home stuff, like right. who knows what kind of So what about somebody who's in that rut right now? Like they're in the rut of like, man, my dominoes are falling daily all day i can't stop it i can't stop the negativity like you know you've been there oh yeah for sure what got you through or because maybe there's some things that just happened to you or friends said certain things and you paid attention or you know that's such a difficult question i mean i can think of the way is like being an artist you know what i mean like there's times when i thought okay like for example last year when like I don't know. It's so difficult. But like, for example, last year I had my first solo show, mm-hmm. right? Um, and like all the stuff that kind of runs through your head about like the abilities you have and you don't have. You yeah. know, I never really yeah. grew up with role models or anybody telling me that I could do things like no one like really ever. My mom, she was very indifferent to academics or school or yeah. like you know, I just never go. just go, just yeah. do it, just whatever. You know, yeah. no one ever checked up on my homework. No one ever, you know, I could bring home like some sick shit, and no one ever would even like care. Really? Yeah. They were just yeah, indifferent. Yeah. They, my mom didn't graduate from like um, high school, so she was she didn't know how to support. Whatever, right, whatever. right, right, right. So I can say that I didn't grow up with like. I had to build my own self-esteem and my own like encouragement to do things and to venture out and to just take risks and you know and the whole art thing. Like, do you have you want to say something? Oh, because I, I was I'm trying to figure out because I know it is such a complex thing. I'm trying to like narrow it. Like, okay, so when you when you were when you you said I had to build my own self-esteem. Right. Yeah, like I you had, had to get an idea of what self-esteem was, though. Right. Like, so maybe something had to inspire why you should even have self-esteem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you remember, like, as a as a young girl, how were like how did you treat yourself? Were you like probably not so great? Not so great. No, not like as a teenager, yeah. definitely not. I think what started to inspire me is when I did start having role models or mm-hmm. having people that I thought like those were that that's something to aspire to be there it is. that's yeah. where my self-esteem started like how can I be like them how can I not you know how can I model some of their behavior because yeah. I never had I was just like super just trying to figure it out did, did, you know did you feel like you were thirsty for it I was definitely okay. 100% yeah like okay. I felt like I always had something inside of me like this little fire that was like never lit by like my family by anything no you know just i just came from a family where everybody's very complacent every my grandparents moved here when they were young from mexico and they had seven kids and they never left everybody no i'm the first person to graduate from college you know no one ever really does like stuff they're yeah. just like chilling you know hard yeah and then so i always felt like i was different and like i wanted more but i didn't know what more was because i never had anything to like those yeah. m- models yeah, you yeah, know? yeah 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 and so like i think for me it came when i started going to to college like uh jc yeah after and probably at the end of my senior year because i got moved to garfield which is a continuation school yeah right and like because i just didn't give a fuck about high school i just i had no motivation again i had no role models there but then i started they started taking us to college courses at the end of senior year at garfield at at city college 
I started meeting these some, are schools in San Diego. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah okay, so yeah, so the JC, and I started meeting professors that were like fucking rad. They were like real people, like me. Oh, okay. And they were brown, and they so were like Chicanos. Yeah, they were not just one, but like yeah, multiples that would talk about the coolest shit ever. My Chicano studies classes, music, jazz that was classes. Big for me too, those I think. were big. Those were. Yeah. I was like, wait, wait, what is this information, and who is giving it to me? And they're right. people just like I am. I can be like them. Like that's when I started like feeling like mm. you know like I fuck dude you just gave me like a huge let's 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 table this for off the air but I just realized why I need to be supporting Chicano studies classes it, it just dawned on me right like at this moment I had never I've heard of some they need support I know yeah. that and I'm always just like okay I took them but I don't really you know it's a school thing. Now, just right now, it made sense to me. Yeah, no, it's it was just like the fact inspira- that it opened your mind. Yeah, it because my mind. these were like women, like men and women that like I could identify with. That I was like, they're coming from where I'm coming from, the same neighborhoods, the same places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they're here standing in front of me. Yeah, giving in me positions you never this, thought were yeah, that possible for me. Yeah, yeah, that were that are sick info. You know what I mean? Wow, and another like, example. I, yeah, then I started feeling like, oh shit, like how can I be like that? Okay, so then, like, I go to this word, like, we think about this as, like, negative sometimes, but fake it till you make it. Yeah. You know, people are just like, oh, so you're faking it and you're sliding into something that you didn't earn or make. No, 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 no. It's just more like, just keep at it. Just yeah. keep trying. Just fucking, you're not that. But imagine, it's like manifesting. Visualize yourself. That's the end result. That right. professor is the end result. No, right. I'm not that. I have to fake it till I fucking make it. Yeah. So if I have to go to school and get myself to school every fucking day, even though it's hard for me, and try to pass these tests, even though they're fucking hard for me, I'm not there yet. I'm still trying. I'm I'm fucking just getting myself yeah, You don't up have there. to love that part. I don't have to love that part. Right. And also, like, yeah, low-key, I'm kind of faking this part because this is this is the grunt work this yeah. is the part that i'm i'm looking for yet in my life this isn't the goal you know what i mean so yeah i'm a little bit faking it trying to get to these classes trying to make these grades trying to turn in these papers trying to do all this shit you know so like a little bit low-key faking it but then guess what then you graduate from yeah. jc so yeah. boom now i got something in my pocket yeah you're right in the game. now i'm in the fucking game mm-hmm. no i'm not the professor yet okay yeah. so i keep on faking it so i keep on going to classes so i keep on trying to read this all this other shit i'm 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 getting all these experiences boom i graduate from the university now i can say that i've broken all these fucking molds in my and not just like in my family like now i got this thing that i'm like fuck yeah you know now i do have something i know i can speak about that they don't know like i'm kind of like that professor i aspire to be because i have all this information and all this knowledge that i could drop on all these people that are my fam you know yeah and so i'm getting there so little by little, like I'm faking it till I'm making it. Yeah. I'm doing all this work, these little like bullshit things that I don't care about too much right. until I reach that ending result where I am and I'm like, I made it. Yeah. I am. What do you think about like, because I, I, I look back on the, um, and, and I'm, I'm processing what you said right now. Um, I think maybe... I've all, I, I want to volunteer like the like an idea like I think what people might get stuck on in trying to comprehend it is the faking it because yeah and it's I, we, like maybe so use I a different use that word term. okay so um 
going just, through the motions. Just go through the motions. Yeah. Just yeah. go through the emotions, even though you don't love them. Right. You know what I mean? And act like you are already yeah. that thing that, that you sure. want to be. Yeah, that for you sure. You know what I mean? But but so when I say fake it, it's because I'm not that yet. Right, 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 right. But I have to act like I am right. so that I can embody right. that so that I can right. become that. You should that. hold the confidence of being at that point. While remaining humble in the fact that you know there's steps that you're totally. going Totally. But there's no reason for you. Especially if people are like, you're not that thing. That To me, that's... The, I hate that. Right. I hate when people try to tell people what they are. Or they try to define them by, um, you know, you you know, you know, you do this thing and I want it to be called this thing and that's what you are. Like, you know... Like these titles yeah, and things right. like that, and and you know, not so much caught up on those things, yeah, you know, because like sure. I wanted to go to school to be a teacher and like all that stuff, but it's more about those those characteristics, those those things that you see that you aspire to be. Yeah, fuck the titles. That's not what's important. That's not what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm not a professor. Teaching, like but the, for you, it was real people. Yeah, it was real people. It wasn't people. like that you picked up a book and you're like, oh, I never heard this concept before. Right. It, for you, it was like day one, Chicano studies, this guy starts talking and you're like, oh, shit. Right. And then you the, the next study, oh, shit, right? Like, okay, so because I'm trying to, what I want to help people with is because like I think this is what I, I commonly find is that a lot of these people that might be stuck if 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 they have someone and that's what we're trying to help you with right yeah. now like if you have someone to look at it from the outside a lot of the times they're able to identify like oh dude you know what you're just not seeing this one this one piece because i know there's people look there is no way that you are in a part of the planet and you're listening to this and and it's impossible for for you to find someone that can inspire you that's imp- it's impossible you might be inspired right now yeah so th- so so that's it's impossible right so the idea of like looking at someone and going i'll never be that or like oh that's so cool but i don't have that in me or oh look look at that guy but how would i ever afford to whatever fill in the blank um that that might be your first step Right. Like that might be your first step. And I'm not saying that happens overnight because it does not. But you can start bringing your attention to the idea of when I look at the people that I, you know, maybe you envy them right now and you shouldn't don't envy people. But maybe you look at them and you're like, oh, I would like to have life similar to them. And but what is it that you see in them that you really that's right. These are the conversations that you should have yourself. Exactly. What is it in them that you really that yeah. like it, if you're them, what, what makes you think what makes they're you, happy? Yeah, and it can't be some super superficial mm-hmm. thing. It has to be something that's real. You know, yeah. there's like a spark, something about them. You know, we're not talking about like you know superficial st- stuff like the kardashians right. i want to look like this person you know right, that's, right. there's no happiness in that right. you know we're talking about real goals how do you become a better human how do you become a better person how do you become better for yourself and when you're better for yourself you're better for the world 
you know? So it's like, what do we see in these folks? Or that's where we start, I feel. Like, what about you don't you like? The way that you're thinking? Yeah. You know, what about you are you unhappy with, you know? Start really having those dialogues with yourself. Yes. And if there are other people that you see out there that you're like, I really like the way that they talk or the way that they are. Mm. What about them? Start to investigate them more. Research. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is the work we're talking about. Yes. Remember, we said nothing comes without work. Yeah. And if we like, like something... what made that person? Right. What made what that person? What are the pieces that, that make the things again, that you like? We, again, yeah. we refer back to things that they're not tangible. We don't mm. do the work, right? So if you have to go write a paper, you're going to do research for the paper. And you're right. going to go on your laptop and you're going to start Googling some stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, humans, people are your primary resources, yeah. right? So now start Googling them. Like, yeah. who are they? What do they have that you like? You know, or if you don't find somebody yet and like about, so start digging in within yourself. Mm -hmm. What do I not like about me? What do I want to change about myself? Who do I see that has these things that I do like? And then start looking outside of yourself, yes. you know, and then really start researching like, what can I do? You know, if it's because that change is within you, man, that's where it all starts. You know, it's, 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 Man, again, so dope you're on the show. I, I think it's because I know, like, you know, I speak to, you know, in doing what we do, we speak to a lot of young people that do feel kind of stuck at times, you know, because they're not necessarily getting just the, just even the basics of human inner, positive human interaction because it's the outlets they feel they have to themselves are not they can't relate right and i think that this is one of the things that um can slow you down and, and i'm just trying to give you an extra thing um if you're in a place and you're like it's hard for me to relate to those these people these people seem like they're having fun they're positive everybody's happy but they don't look like me and and I know that that that's it's a scary thing. It's a it's a especially if you come from communities where a lot of people look like you. Mm -hmm. It's a hard thing, right? So you and because here's the thing: I know a lot of people get bust out, and you get bust into communities, and maybe a school you're the minority at that school or whatever it is. Here's something you might not be thinking about, right? Like you might not be thinking about. The fact that you're going to, at some point, I'm hoping for you that you're going to go into the world and have something to give to the world and, and, and receive everything the world has to give to you. The quickest way for you to get that is to understand the world and staying just within yourself and the people that look exactly like you. Um, if you can't... It, if you have an opportunity to do more than that, you yeah, should. Absolutely. You know, like you should. So, so what I'm just saying is like, don't let that, don't, don't let it make you afraid because you go to little Tommy's house and they have steak and fucking broccoli every night. And right. you're like, well, I've never had that. See like, it as a privileged position. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're, you're privileged right there. Yeah. Take the resources that are yes. being provided for you, yes. you know, at that time. And Even if they don't look like something you might be comfortable with. Because, like, again, those things might be right under your nose. Trust me, guys. A lot of the times I feel when I talk to you guys, you know, and I get to meet some of you guys and you guys ask me questions about those things. Uh, I think uh, we get to the solution very quickly. 
like when I'm talking to you, I'll go, okay, uh-huh, have you thought about this? Oh, no, and, and a lot of it's very simple, like, maybe you have a best friend who's, like, really good at, man, they just talk to people really good, man, uh, sit them down, and be like, dude, you know what, I like the way, you, like, you talk to people, people, like, really like you, can you show, like, what are you thinking when you're doing that? Why, are, why aren't you afraid? Because I'm afraid to do that. I'm afraid to go talk to a bunch of people. Like, if you're that person or it's okay to ask those questions. Dude, the questions that, like, Irene said, like, people are your Google. Like, and it's endless. It's endless. It's literally, it's, dude, she had a grandmother who told her story she had never heard. <laughs> she was already an adult. Most people in her family had never heard. And he, yo, here's a, she literally put in the US, a new USB and she's like, whoa, what's all this information? Yeah. I haven't seen this USB drive yet. For That's, sure. You can get that from almost everybody. Sometimes it's going to be a little piece of information. Sometimes it's going to be a lifetime. But it is important to to build those here. And this is the thing, because I, I also believe in giving back to communities that helped raise you, it it serves that community better when you know more of the world. Trust me, if you only know that community, that's cool. But guess what's even better than that? Someone who knows that community and how other communities work. That it's is so awesome. sociology. And like yes. you should know your your community because that's where you're coming from. Of course, a hundred percent. But the best you is going to come from doing research outside of yourself and outside of your community. Yeah. Um, that's really how you're going to get to know how the world really works and functions. Um, so that's like right now, that's why I travel and that's why I live out of a van yeah. because I'm like, this is cool, but it ain't enough. I need to go gather more research from people, and I also need to ha be that research for other people. Yes, yes. You know, you need I need to offer your services. I need to offer my services, <laughs> but I'm only going to have that because if I go out there and get more information. Yeah. You know, exactly. and I had a thought and I lost it. God darn it! You got time. You got time. Um, you can stick around a little bit longer. Yeah, for sure. Okay, good. We're we're gonna go over some news. News of the day. Um, there's a lot of shit happening, people. It's weird. Um. And I don't take any of it serious. That's why we talk about it on the show. So well, I'm going to play another song. Um, that first one you heard again, At Reverie Love. Go check her out. Beautiful person doing great things. And uh, we'll be right back. I can feel it in my voice, I can feel it when I step 
I make noise for the ones that wanna rest Cause that's the only way to make sure I got them stretched And nah, I ain't the one cause I'm getting stressed I'm just minding me and mine in the hopes that I progress But maybe I'm the type to get upset Cause I haven't felt like I'm from a page just yet uh, I haven't turned a page just yet I'm still writing, I ain't making ways just yet But I'll be damned if they catch me waiting for a later date I'm right here giving all I need to this paper mate Oh, you wanna climb? Well, you gotta put in work, man You wanna make it shine? Well, let's see you make it worth it In time for it like a better verse You wanna hit the world, but you gotta hit the nerve first Say the people Shout out to Kiddo, man. Uh, Kiddo, I picked her because Kiddo is a young lady. Um, and it's dope to hear like a young lady like being very honest about trying to figure it out. That whole song is just like, I haven't figured it out yet. Yo, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. And uh, give me room. And I think that's dope. Like, it's, that's a dope message um, for the ladies from one of the ladies. So, yeah, shout out to Kiddo at Kiddo Hip Hop um, or at EOTR Network, East of the River. Just uh, just uh, search East of the River. They're doing it's a crew of uh, individuals from East Los Angeles where they're doing some really big things. Um, you can check them out at MERS Day this year. MERS Day is. Coming up, it's a huge festival in L.A., and uh, they're th one of the only Latino acts um, on the bill. Shout to them. That's pretty dope. They're all young. They're all they're all young and turned the fuck up. And uh, it's cool, man. I don't know if you guys know this. There's like three college graduates on East of the River. So those rapidy rap motherfuckers that you see, they're really about their shit. They're really doing it. Um... <coughs> And they're out there 100% independent again. You know, that's what we do here. Um, we support that all day. So uh, make sure that you guys go over to platformcollection.com. Check out all the other podcasts that uh, uh, I just support, man. You know, they're all doing great things. They're, they're having conversations like these um, with people like y'all. That's super dope. You know what I mean? You're on a hip-hop uh, network right now. That's fucking dope. And these are the kind of conversations you get to have um, because we are smart enough to know that you have these conversations. And uh, it doesn't matter that the, the normal media doesn't think you do. They're dumb. What are you listening to them for? Silly. Except for right now. Oh, shoot. We're going to do some news. Um, torn right from the pages of Twitter. You know, the only news that really matters. I think, possibly not, probably not. It does definitely not. Doesn't matter. Okay, so um, yesterday I was talking to you guys, and we did the show. I did the show right before President Trump did his um, inaugural address. Uh, and there was nothing to talk about. About the whole thing. He just basically went up there. 
said all the things he was supposed to say as like a good president. Um, he played to his base a little bit. Still thinks people should be deported. You know, it's nothing, nothing, nothing like you were like, whoa, it's fucking awesome. It was, it was lackluster at, at best. Uh, it was enough for the liberal media to not like have much to work with. I think that's what they were kind of mad about. They wanted more to work with. Um, but whatever, man. The things I found interesting, though. Did you know this, Ari? That him and his wife are having obvious problems. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So apparently, it was confirmed that um, news. He he had his lawyer pay one hundred. Uh, I think it's a hundred thousand, maybe more, five hundred thousand, maybe. But to uh, a porn star called Stormy Daniels, um, oh. and the check was made that it's broke, like. He paid her off. Um, oh, shit. And uh, that happened right before he went overseas this last time. And Melania, his wife, suddenly fell ill and decided not to go for parole. <laughs> and now, this is the funny part to me, right? I know there's parts of America, and this part, I don't buy it from you guys. I, don't tell me. I, I understand why you would defend it if that's he's your guy. <laughs> but... <laughs> of course she's mad of course she's mad she's it's his wife and the world knows now maybe she's only mad that the world knows now have you ever even thought about that like she knew the whole time like of course he has sex with all these other women and now the whole world knows now yeah yeah who knows what it was that might be closer to the truth it doesn't matter and then the media goes on and says she fell ill because you guys are babies. That's the what they think. They think we are all little babies and we couldn't understand. Hey, guess what? Wife's kind of pissed because for obvious reasons. I mean, it makes sense. Even if you're the most conservative person in the world, if your husband had a story on the front page of even your local newspaper and it said he slept with the local stripper and he says no he didn't but he did give her a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> i think you'd be mad and so i guess at the uh, uh not the inaugural and i call it the inauguration it was the it was the address state of the union she showed up on her own which was like it hasn't happened ever i guess uh, there's they usually leave together they you know they follow them from the white house to the uh, she was there already like an hour before she's really mad sat by herself <laughs> in the upper deck so like even when he left and like he hugs and shakes people's hands she wouldn't be in that group she's in the upper decks and uh there's no way like there's a part of me i don't know anything about her you know i don't know any so far, she has not done anything bad that I know of. Nothing has come out except she married Trump. Except for she married him. Right. Uh. And, and she married him at a very young age. Um, she has kids. There's, I'm sure it's more complicated than, than we pretend to know. Totally. Um, I feel bad for her, man. I look at her and I'm like, you're you're literally a prisoner. For sure. They're not going like I. Even if she said no, I'm divorcing him. They're 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 going to say no. You're not. Yeah. No, you're not. Like this, not right now. Like, no. 
I mean, yeah. If we have to lock you in a fucking room, Hillary you're not going to do it. Bill yeah, Clinton, Hillary and you Bill know Clinton. what I mean? Yeah, that's a whole scandal. I'm like, yeah. yeah, and of course, she, 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 even if she didn't want to be with him, it's yeah, gonna happen. They're gonna be together. What do you think now? Like, what do you think their house is like? Like Hillary and Bill. I think that they probably live in like two separate, separate houses. houses. I agree. And I don't know. Listen, I grew up in a poor neighborhood, you know, mm-hmm. in San Diego, Barrio Logan. But I worked for really rich people as a nanny. Yeah. So, so you saw the ways. I saw the ways. <laughs> the mysterious and ways. That is how it was. Someone that I worked for, they were they lived in two separate houses. And they had two separate incomes, and they were technically married, but they would show up to school plays and things like that and say that they were together to or a couple front. to keep up the front. Oh my God. But they did not have intimacy. They did not live together, you know, but it was all about the front. Are you ready? Are you ready for like a future world where it's impossible to front? Like, are you ready for that? I'm ready for that. Like, Actually, where it's, it's just transparent. Like, everyone's naked. They're I just, have something I'm know. going to read you after this podcast yes. that my friend wrote that's all about transparency. Yes. And later on, maybe we could discuss it okay. after you've read this information. Yes. And yeah, totally. And I love how she called, like, everybody out and just, like... Keeping it like really 100. Right. Like what that like means. Like how much do you really Yeah, mean? for sure. I've, thought of, I, I've been thinking about that lately because I feel like, I mean, you know, like I watch all the tech stuff, right? Like I'm interested in like the tech arts and I see the direction it's going in and that's where it's going. Like it's going more and more to a place where everyone's naked. Everyone's, there are no secrets. There mm-hmm. are no, and I wonder like, there's there's times where you're definitely like mm, that seems like more like we're biting off way more mm-hmm. because I'm already thinking about myself and I'm like man there's there are things that I like in my own mind not because of any embarrassment or judgment simply because I like that's where they hang out mm-hmm. that's where those thoughts like when I create music like that's what I wouldn't want that always out to be exposed right but. If the exchange is more honesty, more love, but again, I don't think that that's a for, a for sure fucking thing because we've never had to deal with that. Right. And that's going to create a whole new type of human being. It's going to be a whole, if you from birth know there are no secrets, everything is true all the time. That, I don't even know what that looks like. Uh, yeah. Most of our beauties fathom. are in like the imperfections. Uh, Right? Are the struggles and there's a lot of beauty in that. I mean, yeah, real that beauty comes from it. Comes from, right. from, from those spaces. But what sure. if we as a people create a world where we don't have to have struggle? Is that even like, is that really a good thing? Oh, man. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. That's a crazy thought. That's a crazy thought. Anyways, fuck Trump. Okay, so here is another story. I thought this one was kind of funny. So Coachella, the co-owners, they continue to donate um, to like anti-LGBTQ um, companies, anti. right? Like, and it's super o- like it's super open. Right. They're doing this right, and people are starting to ask the right questions. If you're an artist and you're going to Coachella, you're taking the paycheck. 
Jeez, right? Supporting you. Is there any way for you to deny the like? Are can you as an artist? Because first so of like all, guilty by association, right? And let, <laughs> let, let's be let's be honest, right? Like Coachella would like to think of itself as like the cutting it. Like these are the people who are the most popular, mm-hmm. right under the level of the highest level. Right, that's yeah. that's what they occupy. Right, that's who gets booked there. Either it's a throwback artist, right, or it's an artist who's just cool, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Right, you cannot within that arena of artists reasonably expect that none of like somebody in those that group of artists doesn't understand how money works within the system, right? And if Coachella is signing your check and you know that 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 for sure it's it's out it's like four or five now that they found that i mean and these are anti groups these aren't just groups who are like you know we don't serve you know lgbtqt uh, lgbtq Q, yeah they're like we would like them gone those types of groups so Artist, whether you're the headliner, whether you're the opening act, are there any like specifics, like what organizations these are? Yeah, man. What do they do to to um, go against um, LGBTQ communities? Yeah, let's find out. Yeah, that's that's really. I mean, this is all really important. Yeah, yes, yes, it is. Dave uh, does extremely conservative views on homosexuality, okay. immigration, marijuana legalization, and more. I guess the story that it seems as I keep as I'm continuing to research here, it seems like the story that the media is running with is that this is a company who pushes ultra conservative. Yeah, they're, they're ultra, an ultra conservative, conservative company yet, that are trying that they're basically feeding off. They they've tricked. Right. All these people into giving them money mm-hmm. by well, we'll just put up your bands in front of you because we know that's all you guys are about. So it's just like going to a show that Donald Trump put on. Yes, basically, right. it's like Donald Trump's putting on this. Just pretending like he it's has Donald. all the best artists like at his house at the White House, and he's like, "Yo, y'all should come through because right. like Tupac's gonna be worry. here. You know, it's all good." Yeah, because why would Tupac be here? Right, right. Because that's what they're saying. Yeah. Like, why would um, fuck, man? Even Rage Against the Machine. Right. At one time. Rage like, Against the Machine. Why would they be here? Right. If you know they, if we're not on the up and up. Uh, mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. That's sticky, man. <laughs> that 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 question is starting to happen. So I guess that is a question that should happen. I, I kind of agree with it. Um, I think people should probably ask that question. I think right? so many things are bubbling up about your favorite things. And then sooner, like I tell my friends, sooner or later, we're going to have nothing to like fuck anything. with. We're not going to like anything because. I, you know what? We said we were going to talk about the Me Too thing a little bit. I think that's a great segue because I think what what is what the Me Too thing has done for me on a personal level is it's made it's brought my realization to what. um the gray area is anymore like what is the gray area like you know that area where it's filled with confusion and and um in the middle of not knowing the answer right like we're almost starting to erase that right because everyone knows the answer like everyone everyone is not willing to go i don't know or this is scary 
I have no idea what to do. You know what I mean? Like nobody's willing to do that. And in the and to me, the Me Too thing has shown me like um, if you if we don't define, look, this is what this is to me. This is what needs to happen with just people in general. But this topic right now is that you have to come. We have we have to come to an understanding, like. That should be the ultimate goal. If you try to find understanding through punishment, you're going to fail. We have a world of proof every time that has tried to happen. Whether it was people that were trying to keep blacks in line, whether it was people trying to build bigger and stronger borders, the push against those things ultimately brings the destruction of the idea those things were even created for so if if the me too movement in my opinion was to like try if they had the ability to get through the muck right like the initial sting that shit that really hurts a lot of it is admitting that one we live in a world that is that brutal right it is brutal that we treat uh, men treat their co-parts, their the the people that we spiritually connect with the most so horribly, right? Kill, rape, every mental abuse. Like there's, we do all these things, and all I have to say about that is, yes, yeah, we do. We need to have a conversation about that. Because that is more than just how men and women get along. If that's all you think that that's about, that's like class 101, day one, page one. Because it's so much deeper than that. You know, it's, it, it is layers of things. Because we cannot, look, we cannot reprogram men without reprogramming women. It's not going to work. That's just it. You can't have a bunch of men who treat a bunch of women, all women perfectly, and then still have women that see things as more important and getting those things without having to put effort out that you can't have those two. They can't exist in the same world or it's just not going to work or just women who feel who have had extremely horrible experiences with men and they they have to find some sort of comfort level with men no matter how hard that is and if that means we all have to help them do that then that's what we have to do otherwise all of this is for nothing and what's going to happen and this is what i i i've heard other people say this i do agree with this what this movement has done the most is pushed the worst people underground again because they were starting to come out. It was starting to be so obvious. They were being so arrogant. That's why these big guys were falling. Because they thought they lived in a world where that shit was never going to happen. And now these people are still... You think they're going to just stop? No. They're just not going to be so in public anymore. It's so... Guess what though? No one is. No one's going to feel they can be in public with anything anymore. Because... All it takes is perspective for you to become on a bad list, you know, because if your perspective is this date went really horrible, you treated me like shit. 
And the opposite perspective is we didn't connect. Sorry, we don't get along. And one can lead to jail time and one doesn't. We have big problems, you know? We're far from, like, discovering what the truth is. And the truth is an acknowledgement of our imperfections. And I think that's what the gray area is. Like, that gray area needs to exist for us to... There has to be a healing area. Where do we heal? The shittiest person needs the ability to heal if we live in a truly civilized environment, right? Yeah. They have to have the opportunity. We can't just chop their heads off. We can't. No. Because we're going to get that wrong sometimes. We're going to get it all wrong sometimes. For sure. So if it's if it's that cut and dry, like, wrong, cut your head off. Wrong, lose your career. Wrong, go away forever. Wrong, uh, whatever it is. It, it can't be that across the board because we're not perfect. Healing is so important. Yes. It's like such a vital part of like, it goes together with everything we're talking about in this segment right now. And like, how do you get to where you want to be? How do you get to be happy with who you are? You know, how do you make, turn things around for yourself? You know, it all starts with healing. It all starts with, you know, looking deep inside and like these little wounds, like your friend with the milk thing, even that. You know, it's like he needs to go back and heal his little seventh grade self and be like, hey, man, it wasn't that bad. It's all good. You know what I mean? Like, let's heal from this place and grow from it. You know what I mean? Like, we are creatures of nature. And like this earth, you know, this planet is always in its healing and it's in its healing process. You know, it's in that it's in a constant state of healing. Like, look at all the crazy shit that we do to it. But, you know, it's always replenishing and nourishing itself, you know, constantly over and over. But like here, we're not we're we're not really taught to be able to take some time for ourselves mm. to really do work to heal yeah. ourselves. You know? weak. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's looked at as weak, you know, give oppor- people the opportunity. Like you said, even the shittiest person, if they have their willingness to do it. Let them heal from the shit that they've done. Let them come back. Let them grow from that, you know? I mean, even like a forest, it burns down. And it takes years for it to grow back again into a fucking sick-ass tree. You know, like, we need to be able to honor and give ourselves and, and even realize that that is what we need. From traumas, you know, from, like I said, everything is, you know, like environmental you know like where we grew our parents shit that they did you know their mistakes like you said your mom wanting you to play football you know what i mean (laughs) like you have to be able to like forgive her for that and like because some people would have took that like super hardcore and some people it's been different their experience has been different with that where like they've been pushed something's been pushed on them forever you know they reach a breaking yeah they reach a breaking point yeah for me it was very like smooth yeah you know like i and i understand that i was like because, like I said, there was people. I, there was a couple other people that could probably relate at that same time, uh-huh. and it didn't turn out well. You know, and it didn't turn yeah. out well, right? So we have these deep-seated things that come from parents, from environment, all that. That's part of our growing and our self-awareness. Those layers you're talking about, you know, reaching down and healing from that. 
yeah. you know, realizing that that's my trauma. That's what I went through. That's this experience. Let me grow. Let me heal. Let me love myself a little bit. Let me give that area of my life a little bit of special attention. Let me tell that little me inside of me that that's okay. That, yeah. you know what I mean? That we're not there anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, like. You were just kids. All, yeah, you were just kids. It's yeah. okay. Forgive yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't got to every single day you get a second chance. Every single day you get a second chance. Right. You know, my I look for my answers in nature. Something dies and it's reborn again. You know, in that little beautiful flower, it has its seasons and then it dies and it goes back under and it's reborn again. You know, every day you get a second chance. You just got to love yourself for your darkest parts and mm. say it's okay. I could come back from that. Yeah. I could get another chance. And it's and for us to build a community to say, I'm going to give you your space and your time to grow so that you can come back from that. And I'm not going to hold you to that who you were because we're mm. constantly regenerating. We're yeah. always growing and shedding skin and, and new forms of ourselves if that's what we want, you know. And when we start to realize that, then other people will realize that too. And it's building a, a, a fostering a community of us where we understand that, where we're get, having patience and understanding that, hey, this person is taking their time. They're going to grow and we're going to come back from that space. Yeah. You know, self-love, self-care. Self -love. That is where on the tip that I'm at right now. Yes. And that started for me like this Turn last up. year. Straight up self-love. I believe it. I believe it. And I think it's... Uh... Man, I, I hope if you're listening right now, at the very least, you know why we do this, guys. It's, it's just uh, if you're having a day, maybe you just need you just hung out with us for an hour. You know what I mean? And, it, and if that made your day a little bit better, that's super dope. It's all we can ask for. And it, and if I definitely feel like this is one of those episodes you're probably going to want to play like a few times because it's just like a pick me up. Like, yeah, I hope. Yeah, so. I'm sitting here going like, yeah, yeah, that. No shit, right? <laughs> like, and and I think it's 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 super dope to be able to bring someone like you know Irie here to talk to you guys. I knew, like I said, I knew you guys would hit it off. Um, you're definitely gonna hear a lot more of her. Uh, and this is what we're gonna be doing on this show, guys. Uh, we're three in on this brand new show. I'm still gonna. We're still gonna be talking to people. We're still gonna be interviewing your your you know some of your favorite artists, but. What we're what we're not gonna do is like go into necessarily like, yo, this is the story of this person. You're gonna get a quick background, and then we're gonna immediately try to help out your day. <laughs> so I'm gonna talk to people like coming up. I got an episode talking to people about failures, all their failures they've done, and how they see them now in retrospect. Um, people who are finding success in life, and that's at all levels, whatever they define that to be. We're going to be talking to a lot of those people. We're going to be talking to some people on the road. Um, and like I told you, I've been out there. I'm doing it, y'all. We're out there. Yeah. And uh, and I'm going to talk to those people. when I, Because, dude, there's so many times I've had conversations with this young lady here today where I would have, I, I've told her, I've like, man, that should have been a podcast. Mm -hmm. Because I know what this does for me and I know what it did for me. It, to me, I've always looked at podcasting the same way. It is free college. It's so dope because yeah. you get all these new perspectives that maybe 
either help you with where you're going. Dude, this is what I like too, is when you hear something and you're like, hell no, that's bullshit. That's tight too. Yeah, of course. That's super tight. Totally. Yes. Like you got to take it with a grain of salt, man. Yes. Take what's good for you and eat yeah. it all up and then relief the rest behind. It's exactly. all right. You know? It's all right. You don't have to take the whole thing. No. Just whatever. That's life. Just take whatever works for you and apply it and leave the rest behind. There you go. Leave the rest behind. You know, That's and the theme. I want to just my last little thing too that go I for you, that I want to say. Well, is, you, and and I, I also do that and also let them know where they can reach out to you because okay, I want them to sure. follow your art and and um and connect with you in case they have questions. Okay, yeah, yeah for sure. So the last little bit that I I kind of want to just say is fear you know i'm all about like facing fears uh these days and i'm just saying whatever you feel is the hardest thing for you to do be let that be your test and do it push past the fear always like that was my biggest thing recovering from my accident um i had to go to therapy and what my therapy was exposure therapy mm. meaning i had to go back to where i fell from the cliff mm. and face my fear because you know that place i love it i have great memories there it's i've been going there since i was a kid and i didn't ever want it to to always uh have the have the association of fear because i fell from there and i could have died so my therapist is exposure therapy. You have mm. to expose yourself to what your fears are. You have to conquer them. You have to see them in the face and you will not no longer have them. So whatever you think you can't do, do it. And once you do it, man, you're going to feel so much better about yourself. Whatever it is, whatever it is, like maybe you want to draw again maybe you want to start walking again maybe yeah. you want to try this new thing maybe you want to go back to school maybe you want to start reading again Read. maybe you want to smile maybe more. you want to smile more yeah try it test it and when you do do it and you get past that and you're gonna conquer your fear and you're gonna be like wow like then everything else step by step little by little you know that's all you can really do just take one little thing at a time face those fears do the things you thought you 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 couldn't do and move past them and then you'll see yourself grow and um so it was lovely being here and y'all can find me on instagram yeah. um at irie i-r-i-e underscore i i-y-e so that's Irie underscore I. So it's I-R-I-E underscore I-Y-E. Follow me there. Um, and yeah, I'm sure I'll be back. You will be back. You will be back. And because I'm telling you, like, uh, I was, it's, it was really cool to have you on because um, I've spoken about you before on Crappy Awesome or, or you know, on, on my own show. And um, I, I count my blessings. You know, I think you and I have talked about this, like, <laughs> we know that we're blessed to have people to bounce things off of. For sure. Because we've also, and this is the most important part, because we've been to the places when you don't. And so you know both sides. That's why you're, th that's why I'm thankful. I'm thankful because I know what it's like to not. And then I know what it is to have. So if you're there and you're like, well, I don't have that yet. I didn't either. And here we are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I will say this, most of all, if you're listening to this show right now, count your blessings. You're blessed. Trust me. 
If you have headphones on, you downloaded the show and you're streaming it, you're blessed. Yeah. Way more than most people. Let this be your starting community for sure. Yes. When you think you're alone in your own thoughts and the way that you think and you feel, let this be your starting point yeah, for come that hang community. Out. Come hang out. Come come listen to a podcast. Exactly. Yo, we're going to end the, the show uh, with my homegirl Gavlin and DJ Hoppa. Um, this is called Play the Villain because sometimes you play the villain as a girl. It doesn't matter. Things happen. Sometimes you don't. You know what I mean? It's sometimes people are going to see you as a villain because you're doing the right thing. And that's what this song is about. So we'll see you guys next time. Failing forward. Uh, Stayilluminated.com. Go there now. Faith in someone else's hands That's one thing I learned from a latent new plans You gotta fall back and do you That's first and foremostly Got so many side dudes to worry about a strategy I've lost a lot of homies and I'm glad they have the picture Too many hands in a pot to form a structure I'm a raw bitch, one thing you should remember You won't catch me contemplating fucking debate I'ma take flight on sight wide awake Why wait for any bullshit to pile up in the plate? So I'ma be hands on with the risk I take don't know what's next to determine my fate Just know I'm on my way Might be a little late Sorry for the money delay You'll be glad I came And that I'm here to stay So what that means Yeah And watch your rest Set a fuckery fade away Yeah No one cares how you feeling Time waits for no man Sometimes you gotta play the villain Play the villain No one cares how you feeling How you feeling Time waits for no man Sometimes you gotta play the villain Play the villain No one cares how you feeling Play the villain Time waits for no man Sometimes you gotta So it didn't pan out the way you thought it would It didn't work out the way you thought it should Maybe I'm too nice and way too flexible With things that they thought were right were really not replaceable That's when it hits them and shit gets real You draw the line in the sand to pursue what's ideal Cause I don't got time to heal So I swore behind the wheel to avoid the ordeal Yeah yeah, I'm up against a wall Sacrifice what I want for you, not at all Gave you a piece of how I live, yes I did Tried to achieve what you need, yes indeed huh. I believed I should've stopped in my track Should've left that at that, I guess it's something I lack But as a matter of fact, this new cone went back Just give me that respect when I faint in the black yeah. No one cares how you feeling Time waits for no man, sometimes you gotta play the villain No one cares how you feeling